No, I thoroughly enjoyed Matrix. Yeah, it's better now, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you did. No, I thought, apart from the Matrix part, I thoroughly enjoyed Matrix. Or Matrix part. Part. Remember the bit with that? Uns, uns, uns. Matrix. For the final TV. <laughs> well, the, the, the piano, my piano was cool. Yeah, but you watch Matrix, so you have you seen that scene where they start dancing? No, I it's in Zion. Do you, yeah, but do you remember? Do you know how you could not enjoy my piano, though? I can't lie to you, man. Nah. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. What's going on world? Welcome to episode 61 of the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast with your boys Peter. Yo. Mohammed, yeah, and myself, Yemi. We are back after a long hiatus. We're back, baby. In a minute. Yes, we it's are. Back. In a minute, man. How we doing, boys? Brav, I feel good, man. Yes. Yeah. Thank God for health. Thank God for all the health. Good health, man. I'm telling you, bro. I'll never take my health for granted again. Was it? Is there a reason why you are, bro, are saying this? The virus got me, man. The vid got you. The vid got you. Yeah, finally got. You got me. a big C. The vid moved to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got, got a big C. The big C, C moved to you. Bro. Uh, I've been doing quite well because I usually get sick like every couple of years, you know. But this time the virus. Well, it was Dr. It was Sebi. The virus. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but do you know what though? It's Dr. Sebi's like herbs yeah, and that. Yeah. Now don't dap him. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> no, but it was, it was Dr. Sebi's herbs and that that kept me from like, you know, going too, getting too ill. So. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So basically COVID is too strong even for Dr. Sebi. No, nah, it's not. Okay. Are you sure? The herbs that I used as prescribed by Dr. Sebi, helps the virus go away. But, you, but weren't you using them before? No, nah, not the herbs that I ended up using. <laughs> I usually oh, have like sea moss and all of that. And when you come, I have my lime and my ginger and that just every morning, you know. But when I started, um, when I got ill, I started really digging deep with like different herbs and that. So now you're a child of Dr. Sebi, Amen. even more so. Amen. You might as well be. Amen. I mean, as long as you're fit and healthy, man. Listen, man. Um, yeah, man. Obviously, the vid is no joke. Oh, you obviously bro. lost your taste. You lost your smell for a bit. Bro, I still haven't got it back entirely. Crazy. Yeah. Still, nah, like, things taste different. They don't taste as they should. And like to smell something, I really have to put things like close to my nose. It's, it's, it's wild, man. Mazzanine. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, we're all good, though, man. We give all glory to the most high. What you man say? 100%. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm healthy. I ain't, I ain't got COVID at all. You didn't catch it? Didn't catch it at all. I'm fit. I'm healthy. I'm here, man. Doing my thing. You know what I mean? I've been well. Ain't no reason for me to be ill to like not record. Just been you, man, innit? <laughs> yeah, I can't. I've just been cool. I've been chilling. I gave it to Pia. But that's yeah, exactly. So are we going to talk about how I even got it? I gave it to Pia. Oh, so you gave the vid. Hey, man, Sharon is caring. But <laughs> hey, relax. 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 Sweet day in that, man. No, I had it. No, I had it, but it was. I've got, I've got my taste and smell back. I'm like, well, praise to God. That's the wildest thing because <laughs> he gave it to me, but I think I had severe symptoms. Potentially. Yeah, nah, I, no, but you man saw me. I was ill, ill for a bit. Yeah. Like, before we knew what it was. Yeah. Like, I was ill. And then, but. Like, so what did you take? What did you say? Like, just as far as, like, medication. Like, what did you take? I prayed. And I took antibiotics and kept it pushing. Oh, so I mean, you I actually took antibiotics? antibiotics? I took. I didn't actually take nine. I was just in my yard. Well, lie. That's crazy. So that is so, stronger than Dr. Sebi. Nah, oh, yeah. I, look, I don't even want to talk too much. So like, fam, I'm out here. I had my mom's food and I legit... Well, it ran its course. It ran its course. Fam, it I, I, its I was course. out here getting pepper soup. I had Corella. Bro, do you think you had? What do you, you know what mean? I had, you, I, had, I had. What do you think you catch? It? I, had, I had Dongonyaro. Do you know what I mean? I was really that. What is that? What is that for the people that don't know? It's um, it's, it's from a tree. 
and it's like it's for medicinal purposes in the boiling boil all the leaves from that that tree that plant and um, yeah. just cleanses out the system wow and corella does the same thing yeah. Real is a bitter. You know what's crazy? It's really good for your immune system. That's crazy. Look at what he. I rate that. Real witch doctor. I can't. Yeah. Like, I let legit. I let God take the real witch doctor. Bro. I will not. Nah, I let. Well, lie. I let nah, God take the will, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah. God nah, took yeah, the nah, will, but bro, I yeah. needed to get better. Fuck. No, I got better. I didn't take too long. I couldn't afford to like. Yeah, I didn't I take too long. I I would, besides fatigue, fatigue is what body. No, fatigue really got me. Yeah. Like, I was shattered. I mean, I guess COVID attacks bodies in different ways, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, some people ain't built for it and they lose their sense of smell for like 15 days. It's mad, isn't it? No, apparently it could take months, though, to Don't fully come back to normal. I was talking to an old colleague and she told me that, yeah, hers still hasn't fully returned. Months? Yeah, it could take months. You tough. Because apparently when you get COVID, like it, um, as far as like the um, sensibility of like taste and smell, it destroys something. So um, it needs to be Yeah, so it can really like... Take but a you're getting day. closer, right? Yeah, yeah, you're getting closer, but yeah. So, take it one day at a time. Hey, man. But we back, baby. We are back. We are back. Obviously, these men had COVID. We were also in Sweden a couple weeks ago as well. Yes. Um, it was a big uh, boyish trip. So shout out to all the people in Sweden that we saw and big that up. we met. And, you know, it was great. It was great big, vibes. Big, to you all. big up the whole gang. <laughs> big up the whole gang. You know who you are. Um, and yeah, man, we're back here, ready to pod. So thank you very much for waiting. Thank you very much for your patience. Um, this will be our penultimate of the year. Um, we'll have another one. Um, in a couple of weeks' time, that'll be our last of 2021. Yeah, we got some exciting things coming in the new year as well. Talk that shit. We do, we do, exciting we do. Things coming soon. So, st- so stay tuned for that. We're but, seeing uh, a lot more of our faces. Uh, a bit of a hint, p- hint, nudge, nudge. Eyes emoji. <laughs> eyes emoji. Big eyes emoji. <laughs> and Peter's the king of the eyes emoji as well. Hey, so you man. know he's loving it. Yo, I love that emoji. Can you imagine Peter going on social media getting video recorded. It's going to be amazing. Ah, oh, man. This guy will not be able to escape it. Oh, but we move. So yeah, thank you for uh, tuning in. Thank you for waiting. Whether you're tuning in on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, you know, we thank you very much. And yeah, man, we're going to get straight to it. So obviously we've been gone for a while. I think it's been like, what, four weeks or yeah, maybe so even longer. Well, yeah. So, and obviously in the hip hop world, in the rap world, there's been a lot going on in that time. So we kind of just wanted to take this time to kind of go over some of the key things that we missed. So a quick recap of like all of the major happenings in hip hop since we last recorded. So we're going to start with the one and only Kanye West. Now, we bore witness to the madness that was Kanye West's interview with Nori and DJ Effin on their show Drink Champs. Now, this is Kanye's first interview since dropping Donda earlier this year. And in a conversation spanning two parts and over three hours, Ye detailed a lot, man. He broke down Donda and he obviously went on his classic number of rents as he does about himself, society, racism, classism, and everything we've known Ye to rant about over the last few years. But the real highlights were what he had to say about some of the people he's long been affiliated with. This guy called signing Big Sean his biggest regret. That's corny. He said he doesn't mess with Talib Kweli or his raps, among other things. (laughs) He called out John Legend for being a tool for the Democrats to rally against Ye when he ran for president. He called Just Blaze a biter for allegedly copying Ye's whole effing flow on Jay-Z's The Blueprint album. And he said Beanie Siegel was the first person to call him Yeezy. Yeezy. He also touched on his beef with Drake, which he claimed was a ploy by Universal Music CEO Lucian Grange. Um, And obviously Universal is what both Ye and Drake are signed to. Um, He said that essentially the beef was drummed up by Lucian Grange to increase record sales for both artists. Uh, which would ultimately help Grange's bottom line. 
And there was also time for Larry Hoover Jr., son of the legendary kingpin Larry Hoover, who Ye is trying to get out of jail, um, to wax lyrical about Ye's impact on the fight to get his father out. Now, this Drink Champs interview was an experience, to say the least. I mean, three hours, two parts. Boys, what do we think of it? I let Peter go first. Of course you do. Is that me? <laughs> um, bruv, there was a lot to unpack there, man. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Um, I mean, it's always good listening to Kanye West interviews, isn't it? Because you kind of get an idea of where he's at. And he doesn't really do many interviews like he once did. Um, so it was nice just... Um, kind of seeing him in a different sort of setting. I don't think Nori is probably the right person he to do it. He, I feel like he, he missed a lot of cues to allow um, Kanye to kind of like hone in on certain things, isn't it? Because like, the vibe I was getting throughout the interview was that Kanye wanted to really just go in. He was just there to go in on certain things, isn't it? And yeah, Nori was just missing the cues, man. Like even like, he'd, he'd touch on certain things and then like, He'd speak about it, but then Nori wouldn't ask further questions to get more information on it. He could have deep dive if Yeah, was. man. Like, even when he was talking about like the chakras. Yeah. Like, bro, I found that so fascinating, man. And how he linked it to the 808. Bro. I was, that was crazy. I was like, yes. Do you know what I mean? Because I love hearing stuff like that. Like, I love talking and hearing about like, you know, how sonics like affect you spiritually and like how like, you know, like just how it can affect your body and all of that stuff there. So like, but I was hoping that Nori would go in a bit more, but he didn't. Do you know what I mean? He kind of just... Kanye said it, and then he went on to something else. Um, but I mean, overall, so it was an insightful interview. Um, I was a bit disappointed in like you know the shots at Talib. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, nah, not not my guy Talib Kweli, man. Do you know what I mean? But where? Yeah. I mean, Talib has long lived long enough to see himself become the villain in a lot of ways. He deserves it. So well, and, and very much deserved. And to the Nori point, I'm not as a journalist. I'm not the type of person to criticize media personalities for taking these big interviews and you know, missing the mark when it comes to the line of questioning. It's kind of, they're not trained to be journalists. They don't really have that kind of vibe to them. But Nori is especially annoying because he doesn't really have the depth to be able to do it. Like sometimes, even to your point about the chakras, it could just be a thing of like, go into that a little bit more. Mm. What do you mean by that sort of thing? But he just doesn't do it. He, he doesn't see the cue. He doesn't see the cue. Yeah. And it's a bit like, that's what separates like, the gr- good interviews from the great interviews sort 100%. of thing. Because that would have opened up a whole new can of worms when it comes to like Kanye and what he's talking about and how he talks about stuff. We haven't really heard stuff like that from Ye in a long, long time. So I think that was a missed opportunity. In Nori's defense though, we also have to understand like what we get from him and who he is. Yeah, We're not going to get like Elliot Wilson depth questions from a Nori. Do you know what I mean? Nori's whole platform is get your art. To get, get drink, get, to get drunk. To get drunk. <laughs> And just get them talking crud. I think that he generally views it as a conversation, like with a friend. I don't think he's trying to poke the way he talks as well. Do you know what I mean? It's just a conversation piece with him. But my opinion is he, to me, it was the full Kanye. You got a genius part of it. You got a part where you're like, what are you thinking? Do you know what I mean? It gave you every part of what I feel about Kanye because Kanye's a genius to me. But at the same time, Kanye's a fool. And he gave me that in this interview. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? He gave me both parts. The bit when he's talking about, oh, like, we need to do this with our money. And then he goes, I text these man saying, I'm richer than all of you. Mm. What are we doing here? Mm. Like, and do you even, know what I mean? Even the story about like, how he did his hair. Yeah, like, it's the hypocriticalness. Like, you're giving me all of this, but then you're telling me you text Jay and Bear people, like, I'm richer than all of you. Yeah, but, I mean... Nah, we're not... Wait, here okay, we are. Okay, okay. We're all contradictions, man. I know it's we just, are. It's just that Kanye's got, like, 
a massive platform to where the whole world sees his contradictions. And yeah. Like, I, I'm, and granted, some of us, as even though we may contradict ourselves, we probably don't do it in that quick of a succession. <laughs> a minute and a half. But I don't know, man. I, I don't mind Kanye kind of... No, I, I can understand the nuance of both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, okay. he's, he's, he's a multifaceted person, isn't it? No, Kanye's... He's not just yeah. one way, as we've seen. That's a fact, but... So he will have that side of him where it's kind of like, let me stun on these, man. Yeah, I got more bread than all you. But it's just the way, like, that's But then true. at the same time, try and, like, still sprinkle yeah. some stuff where it's kind of like, all right, cool, boom, it's not all about yeah. me, innit? There's, you know what I mean? You've got but to then, spread different messages. Yeah. But it was even, like, the little things. Like, the shots had big Sean, I thought was unnecessary. Like, very unnecessary. To say that's the worst thing you've done in your... Yeah. Like, you made Jesus. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't like the. Um, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't like the. Um, I didn't like the just. A bit hard there, but yeah. yeah I didn't like the just base thing though. Yeah, that that I was just about to say that. I didn't, I didn't really. I thought that was unfair, man. Because Jay spoke about that, by the way, as well. And Bink as well. Like I've got a friend in LA, and I was chatting to her the other day about it. And she was on. She was on Clubhouse, and Bink was in the. He was in the room. People still be in Clubhouse. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Bink really don't like just base. So everything that Kanye West was saying, he co-signs. Like Bink co-signs as well, but I think. Bink is a bit disgruntled, isn't it? Bink, so it Bink is bitter. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I, that, I mean, the point I'm trying to make with the Kanye thing, though, like, I don't think it was fair to say because Just Blaze's style is not limited to that of the blueprint. He he produces in many different styles. So I don't, just because he chooses to do that. And you also have to remember that the the blueprint, like, even though it may not have been said, like, there was clearly sonically a theme in it. Which just that's what Jay said. That's what Jay said. Which was just Bates was following. So I don't think it's that's what Jay said on the club. Did he say that? Because he spoke about he goes. He essentially said that. Yeah, he goes. We was looking for a certain sound. Yeah, exactly. He was just following the. Yeah, it's like it's like if one producer is producing an album, you're gonna follow a certain sound and aesthetic. It's in the case of the blueprint, it was like four, five different producers chasing the same aesthetic. So I agree with you, Pete. It's very unfair. And Ye basically suggested that he. He is the originator of that sound, and therefore anybody else who does it is copying him. Or, nah, or that's not fair. Stuff. Yeah, it's not fair at all. Nah, I, but, that's... but again, when it comes to stuff that he was talking about, Big Sean, Talib, Just Blaze, you could argue that all of that was unfair. Mm. But I guess maybe a bit of it was shock value. That's what I'm saying. Even it, Big Sean was laughing, like, "Yo, I was with this guy the other night. Like, he was saying we're cool and all that stuff." So, mm. you know, you got to take everything that he says with a pinch of salt, anyway. But that's what I find corny. Do you know what I mean? With the shock value. Like, yeah, it's like. We don't need shock value from any you. You're Kanye. You don't need to give us shock value. You're a genius. Mm. But he's a fantastic fool. But he also understands like, the power of media. So when he says stuff like that, he knows it's going to get picked up. His name is going to get even bigger. But it's, he's going to get talked about. But is it getting the reaction that you want? When you say the yes. worst, when you say the worst thing you've done is sign Big Sean, it's going to get people going nah, laughing at Big Sean rather than people. They've been laughing at him since ass, ass, ass. ass no. Ass. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Though they're going to laugh at I'm Big Sean. That's a bit disrespectful, man. I'm just, I, no, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. Like Especially bitch. when you have a good relationship. With, yeah, with exactly. If, if he was with him three days ago, don't do that. Mm. And it's not like Big Sean and, is back. Yeah, and I think this is from, because I think it was a case of Big Sean asked to have his masters and be let go. So it could just be a retaliation from Kanye. I mean, and this was in the midst of Kanye asking yeah, his masters back. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because Kanye asked for his, masters, yeah, so Big but Sean. here you are. You know what I mean? So what, is that the reason why Kanye went at him? Yeah, because basically Kanye... Do you remember that when Kanye... That doesn't make sense. Because Kanye was asking for his masters back. Yeah. So Big Sean put on Twitter, if that's what we're doing, I'll, can I, I want my masters back. And you think that's the reason why Kanye decided to go at him on Jinchon? If they were with each not other... Directly. No, not directly, but if he was with him three days ago and it was all good, why would you then come on here and... I don't know. Or maybe it was an inside joke. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, listen, man. Shout out to Ye for it. I mean, it was great. Great interview. It was great viewing. 
Shout out to Nori and Effin for doing their thing. What did you think about the, the backpack thing? <laughs> and I'm asking you, I laughed. I'm asking oh. you specifically because, like, you know, you speak for that genre of people. I, I laughed. I laughed. <laughs> Shut up. I don't speak. Do you know what I mean? He went like this. <laughs> <You> <laughs> know, he, he's, he's part of them, man. That's, not, his, that's his team. He's that's his I'm team. Yemma's definitely like Captain Backpack, fam. Yeah, he is. Captain, no, he is definitely Captain Backpack. 100%. I'm not Captain Backpack. With a mask. 100%. With a mask. Say what? With a mask, is it? I live with a mask. No, I said with a mask. With a mask. I don't have, I don't own a mask, bro. But anyway, I found it. I, I thought it was funny, man. Mm. I I really thought it was funny. It, it was like, it makes sense because it's like you haven't really been around any Donnies since about oh. If I'm being kind, like oh six, oh seven, but really like oh four. You haven't been around any of these men in a hot minute. If I'm being honest, was he ever really a backpacker though? He he, he clung onto that crowd, bro. He clung onto that crowd to that crowd. So basically, when when he came in, obviously he was doing. You know, he did um, get him high with Talib and Common. He did you know two words with Mostef and Freeway. Obviously, he was on, he was doing um, selfish with Slum Village and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So he very much attached himself to that scene, only for it to all be a big lie. And to be honest, his trajectory will kind of suggest to you that yeah, he does like more of the gangster stuff as opposed to the backpack stuff because mm-hmm. he's done more of that sort of thing. Yeah, I did a tweet on our Twitter. Um, it was the meme of um, that woman in EastEnders. That woman that they always used to wear the white. And she gets angry and she tears up Max Brennan's house. And I basically said, who? Pat Butcher? No, it wasn't Pat Butcher. It was his, I think it was his wife after Tanya. Oh yeah. And then he cheated on her with Tanya. And then he cheated over Tanya. And then she <laughs> proceeds to then just completely destroy the house. Yeah. And the, my my caption was, um, backpack rap Twitter when they found out that, when they after they watched um, Drink Champs. the Drink Champs interview sort of thing. So I just thought it was funny. I didn't really feel, I didn't feel betrayed or anything like that. It was something I was just like, yeah, it's clear. Yeah. When was the last talent feature you got? Or you gave? Yeah. We're still waiting for the last Zulu from Q-Tips. We're still <laughs> waiting for most Def's good yeah. music debut. You ain't about that, bro. Yeah. So That's I found it funny. Yeah. That was mythical. But yeah, man. Shout out to them. It was it was definitely a great time. Um shout out to all of them. If they were to do it again, I would watch. So you watch any Kanye interview though, isn't it? It's Kanye. Of course. Yeah, it's Kanye. Of course. But sticking to Ye, um, what we also missed is him and Drake seemingly making up. So, um, following the Drink Champs interview, Drake and Ye um, were pictured alongside Rap-A-Lot CEO Jay Prince, um, seemingly on good terms. Um, and they have now announced the free Larry Hoover benefit concert as well, which apparently the tickets are very, very, very expensive. But um, yeah, they seem to have made it up. They seem to be jokey and jovial now. Jay Prince. Um, Jay Prince. Boy, we'll get into him. But boys, do we think that's a genuine makeup? Pause. Wait, what do you say? We'll get into him. Yeah, he paused it. Ah! Sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, cool. Guys, do we think it was a genuine makeup? No. I mean, what do you mean? No, he went. Yeah, he looked like he was. He was it was Jay Prince. You know what? It's he the audacity of Jay Prince in that picture. So you've got Ye looking kind of awkward. You've got Drake looking kind of awkward. And you've got Jay Prince with the gun finger sign just pointing at the camera. Like, yeah, I does this. Did you see the video when Kanye was reading out to Drake saying, yeah, I want to be friends again and Jay Prince was next to him? Yes. And he looked like he was being held hostage. Yeah. Kanye looked like he was being held hostage yeah, and he's like, that. I just want us to be on good terms. Jay Prince is the president. Is it now time to admit that Jay Prince has taken Suge Knight's mantle as the boogeyman? Because only the boogeyman could do some shit like that. I think, yeah. I think it was always... The, the only person I could think that had a reputation like that was off the top of my head. I remember Trick Trick had a crazy... Um, Reputation, but yeah, he's up. He still does. No, but I heard, um, 
My man, he's always been like, Jay Prince has always had yeah, that Jay Prince name. Has Jay Prince always, had that he's been had that name yeah. like for a long, long time now. I think Suge Knight was a bit more. He was a bit. He was a bit more greasy, in it. So I don't think I'd, I'd, I'd say that. But um, like Jay Prince got the entire. Yeah, he's always yeah. had. He's always quietly had that reputation behind the scenes to be quite honest. Yeah. So that's. Well, I guess now it's more publicly known now that this guy is actually quite powerful. Mm-hmm. Both thing. Yeah, because yeah, I think it's the first sort of thing. Like, if you know, you know for the most part, but now, because it's two of the biggest artists in the world, and he's seemingly made them, made them make up. People know it is. Really, truly, he made them make up. Yeah. Um, people now know what it is. It was is. the worst beef in the world in the first place. We didn't even get any good diss records from We didn't get nothing. We got Duppy. Duppy Freestyle. But that, that was, was more push-up. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And that was worse. So it wasn't really, I don't really care that they've made up. I mean, we've spoken about it before, that it might have been just manufactured by the, the label anyway. They could have been like cool behind the scenes this whole time, and then you know just doing this for God knows what reasons. I'm with you. Do you know what yeah, I, mean? so yeah. I, I wasn't really buying into the fact that it was like a massive beef. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, like Kanye needs to stop like catting for Drake as well, bro. Like he's not Drake's not on his level, but he has somehow made it so to where we are constantly putting him in the same sentence, man. And it shouldn't really be the case. Like, if Ye really understood, you should understand who he is, but if he understood, like, his stature compared to a Drake, regardless of how hot Drake has been for, like, the last God knows how many years, man, then he would stop allowing himself to be put in the same sentence as, as Drake, man. Yeah, because it the, really, it should, really shouldn't be a conversation. But he, he, but he's, he's forced but, that but, hand. But, but Ye, has, that Ye has forced it. Yeah, Drake didn't force that. No, Kanye forced it. No, Ye definitely forced it. He would, listen, man, people do mad stuff when they're jealous and they're friend. But ultimately, I see it as they're both superstars. Jay obviously felt like his superstardom was being threatened by Drake to where people would be more on Drake's side, ultimately, before Ye's sort of thing. I don't think it's a thing where, obviously, Kanye's the much greater artist. You don't have to worry about it because you're the greater artist. I think it's more so a popularity thing. Drake threatened Ye's popularity sort of thing. And that's why he probably felt like he had to move mad, really. And I, but I agree with you. I think this was a nothing beef. Um, I think the highlight of it was his Twitter rant in like 2018. Yeah. Mm. So like it was a nothing beef. But I mean, if it means that we get more like work with them, collaborations and stuff, because more often than not, like when Drake and Ye collab, it's, it's a good tune. So Is it? Let's, 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 Forever? Let's keep it a buck. Glow? How, how many tunes have we got from them that have like stopped everything? Forever had that heat. Forever. Forever had the moment. Yeah, but that wasn't just those two, though. Oh, you talk about just them two specifically? Yeah, just those two. I mean, they haven't collabed a whole lot, but... They had the glow tune on More Life, which I enjoyed, but it wasn't like... No one broke. And they were, it were breathtaking. And there were a couple of times... I think Drake was supposed to be on all of the lights as well, but obviously he got taken off. and So there's been chances, but for whatever reason, it hasn't happened. But I agree with you. There hasn't been a tune with just them two where the world has stopped, but... Who's to say it won't happen? If I was Drake, I would I would peace out with Kanye. I, I would not peace out with him. He didn't want to. And then Jay Prince tells Jay you Prince to do that. We, if, if we were really deep in yeah, Kanye's been like trying to sabotage him from, from the jump, bro. Are you gonna forget what he did to um um Best I Ever Had video? You know Kanye directed that. Yeah. That was like the first like sort of like I mean, that was a wonderful video. He was trying to sun him. You wanna expand? No. Nah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I hear you, man. I feel like 
if I was Drake, I wouldn't either. But I probably, I feel like it was out of his hands. It's Jay Prince. It happen, it was, yeah, it was going to happen regardless. So he kind of just had to roll with it. Even in that picture, he doesn't look all the way comfortable. None of them do. Mm. What well, Jay Prince does, he looks very happy. I, but it's... Drake and Ye don't look comfortable. But I saw a video as well of them in a club and they were like laughing and joking and stuff. So yeah, maybe, I saw that on Instagram. Maybe it's all good. Ultimately, Drake admires Kanye still. Yeah. He's still Kanye's biggest fan, apparently. So, you know... He probably doesn't feel like it's okay or he doesn't feel comfortable with the idea of beefing with one of his idols. Yeah. And that is obviously going to influence any kind of, you know, reconciliation. So. It was the most useless beef ever. It was. Yeah, I'm not going to But, you know, we didn't get to both of them. Only good thing I got out of it was two Pusha T, Pusha T this records. Yeah, we always have the story about it, though. And Exodus. Exodus was, was uh, great. That's way before, though. Yeah. But, you know. Salute to them and salute to Jay Prince, boy. Your powers. <laughs> I need, I need those Jay Prince powers. All those trick trick powers. Salute to trick trick. Salute to trick trick. Um, so yeah, well, we also missed, um, and this kind of happened while we were in Sweden as well. Um, just to kind of turn it to more of a, um, a, a, a somber mood. Um, so while we were gone, um, what is now one of the biggest and most tragic rap related um, events of the year took place on the fifth of November. At, um, Trevor Scott's Astro World Festival in Houston, Texas, where ten people died and hundreds were injured during a mass casualty crowd crush. Um, the ages of the victims range from nine years old to twenty-seven. And while Travis Scott has publicly stated that he is devastated by the tragedy, his actions, most notably continuing to perform when an ambulance was driving through the crowd to get to people in distress, um, and the actions of the organizers of the festival, Live Nation have been severely questioned and criticised. Um, Travis and his team are now set to face a flurry of lawsuits as the fallout continues. Two but, billion. Yeah. But first of all, we want to say, obviously, rest in peace to all of the victims and send love and light to everyone that's been affected. No one should be losing their life at a festival. Like, mm. that should just never be happening. But um, obviously, we've had a bit of time to digest the fallout and what happened and, you know, just everything that has been said and everything about Travis and just about the festival in general. Um, how are we feeling now about it, boys? Because obviously we were together when it happened. Um, how are we feeling now? Yeah, it's just really sad and unfortunate, man. I can't think of another instance in hip-hop where I've heard of anything like that at a gig. It's just really, really sad, man. Um, I think as investigations are still ongoing, I think we should take time in, like, not pointing fingers at this person's to blame, that person's to blame. But, I mean, essentially, all eyes are going to be on Travis and, and his team um, and, you know, the organisers of the concert as well as security as well. But mainly Travis himself, isn't it? Because there's been a lot of people saying that, you know, there were um, people in the crowd trying to climb onto the stage and say to him, listen, like, people are fainting, people are doing this. Was it the stage or the... No, people were climbing the stage and going up to security like people were dying. Yeah, yeah. And, oh. um, you know, they're saying that, you know, he, he ignored it and continued to show in it. But we don't, That's really, what we don't really know the truth. We don't know if he heard those people that were screaming it. No matter how loud it may have been to them. It's still a live concert. Yeah, we don't know what Travis heard. So I st- still think it's very, very early and difficult to start pointing fingers at them, innit? But... I mean, it's probably like a lesson for a lot of artists, man. Because I've been seeing since then, like I saw something with Tiana Taylor where um, somebody had flagged that somebody had fainted or she might have seen it. So she stopped her show. So I've been seeing that more and more. So, I mean, that's a positive that's come from this, if anything at all. Um, I think more, and this probably should have been the case 
um, anyway, but a lot more artists are a lot more vigilant to, um, you know, members of the crowd and their well-being and that. Um, but really and truly, if we want to keep it a buck, is it the artist's responsibility? Because surely you have security, you have other members of the venue staff that are there to keep an eye on things. Like I that. Don't the artist is there to perform, right? I was about to say, I don't think you can blame. Sorry, if the artist sees something. That's then, different. Then, yeah, they may have, but, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but when you're on stage, it's... Travis did see something. That, I don't, how, how do we know that though? No matter where he's Bro, looking. He stopped, he stopped his performance. He looked, I don't know if you've seen the video, nah. but he basically stopped his performance. He looked concerned. He stopped it for a minute and he just carried on. That was another concert. No, that was Astro World, bro. Oh, no, because I saw another one where he stopped it for a bit and then put it back on. I mean, he does that generally. Yeah. But this one, he definitely did that as but well. But he might not have known how severe it is, regardless of how, you know how loud it is. He might not have known how severe it was, but was you, like, know, you also got to factor in the fact that the police warned him of a potential incident happening before he even got on stage. If the, they should have blocked it off then. No, listen, I, I feel you, but I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to completely absolve Travis of any wrongdoing because obviously yeah. it is his festival. Obviously, he's not involved in the day-to-day planning and all that stuff. That lies solely with um, Live Nation and his team and yeah. sort of thing. But obviously, he has certain aspects to control of the festival. And if you see or you're hearing of any kind of distress, at a, even if it's like one or two people that have just like um, fainted or like gone unconscious sort of thing, Maybe be a bit more vigilant to see what's what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, and if you see, if security are hearing from people, that's that's up the problem. To say the security are dying and stuff, the security should have been like, hey, it was just a failure across the board. Yeah. It was a failure across the board from everybody. And obviously, Travis is the face. He's gonna he's gonna hold he's gonna hold all the corn for it. But to be honest, his response has been terrible. Like his his video where he looked fake depressed and he looked fake disappointed and devastated as well. That didn't w- really wash with anybody. Wait, hold I don't on, think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. Yeah, me. Yeah, me. I don't think that's fair. He looked at man. He didn't look. Yeah, me. Yeah, me. There's ten people dead. You can't tell how man had to react to that. You feel me? Can't tell him how to react to that. I'm not telling him how to react. Yeah, but you're I'm telling. Right. He's, te- yeah, but what if that finish. really is him? I'm telling you how I received it. I'm telling you how a lot of people have received it. He didn't look all the way that concerned about it, man. I don't think that's fair, man. I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to anybody. I'm talking to anybody that criticizes that video. There's ten people. Dead. So when you looked, when you watched that video, did you think he was genuine? Yeah, not even. I didn't. I I I'm taking him for his word. Genuinely, Listen, there's ten people it, dead. He can regard. I don't. What, I don't have expectations of the video. I'm, I didn't have any. Do you get what I mean? Either. That's one point. That's why I didn't leave thinking it's a lie. Because I'm taking whatever he's saying. It's not like there's a rumor that went online that got caught. Then cool, people could be. Do you know what I mean? There's ten people dead here. It's real life emotions. That's... I haven't seen the video, but I've heard similar um, sayings to what Yemi's just said. Um, and then my question would be like, so what? Is he supposed to be on camera crying before you man feel like he's like sincere about feeling some feeling anything? You know what it is? It took him a while to respond. And then when he responded, it was kind of lackluster. It's a shock, bro. It might be, but bro, I don't know, man. When you compare... I'm not trying to compare him to other artists, but other artists have had that happen to them or... Okay, maybe not like not to that scale, but let me think of like an artist like Ariana Grande, for instance. Obviously, that Manchester terrorist bombing happened, and you know she was so vigilant with making sure that everybody that was at the uh, at the event was okay. Apparently, she still pays for therapy for them, sort of thing, and she was like genuinely like you know shaken up by it, and still is sort of thing. And it seemed a bit more like it was coming from the heart, whereas with Travis, it just felt like he was just. He was doing it just to do it sort of thing. That's the impression that I got. 
And that's why I kind of say it was, maybe not fake, maybe fake was the wrong word, but it just didn't seem like he was genuinely sorry. It might be the shock thing, but from where I was watching it, it didn't seem like he was like genuinely sorry for me. But, you know, that's just my opinion. But either way, I mean, a lot of people seem to think that he's now going to be cancelled and, you know, Astroworld is probably pretty much done anyway now Mm. because no one's going to ensure that for anything. So, it's just it's just a tragedy, man. And listen, I'm a big fan of Travis. Like, obviously, I don't want this to happen to any artist, but you know, the fact that it's happened is it's very very unfortunate, just for the loss of life more so than anything else. Um, and obviously, I've been to a Travis show. Like those those shows get mad. So, and he kind of re- he kind of rebels off that as well. But it's all fun and games until something like this happens. So, question though, man, and this isn't in no way like meant to, um, you know, make light of the situation or anything like that. But like I've been reading like some theories online about like just the whole setup of Astro World, like including just how it looked and things like that. And I've been reading like people have said like you know it seemed a bit demonic and like there might have been some like type of sacrifice or some shit. Like, yeah, what, no. what do you man feel about things like that? I've, I've, I've never, heard, never heard, that. heard that. Whenever I've I hear sacrifice, heard. I tune out. Okay. I'm, I'm always been like that. Whenever I hear, mm. I people say Jennifer Hudson sacrificed her family to be where mm. she is. Sacrifice is always going to be. A word people are so, always use with something. Yeah, no, look yeah. it up though, man. Apparently there's similarities to the design of the, f- you know, in the face of the Astro World, similar to that album cover. And like, you go through his mouth. Apparently that's like similar to like, um, like a real historic figure that's like supposed to be quite demonic or something, isn't it? So. Yeah, but it's a hell of a conspiracy. Amen. Man. That, 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 yeah, I agree with Mo. I think that's a hell of a conspiracy. But people do. I'm, I'm open to these things yeah. though. I'm but then if you, things, go- if you Google any celebrity, and so they've got a family member that's died. Mm. They're gonna say they sacrificed them. It's just one of those. But even in any, what's, but what's to say that that doesn't happen in the industry? Though? Yeah, but my point is, why am I gonna? I'm never gonna people believe was, that. I don't want to believe people that. People you know say the same. Like, little, no, we still have that video. Because like, do was... people not have talent? I don't mean to cut you off here. Mm. Do people not have talent? Why do we always need to sacrifice people? I understand what you're saying. Do you get what I'm saying? But I think you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. But people were gonna try and put that devilish tag on anybody. Like they tried yeah, to do with little, yeah. little Nas X and that Montero video. He was whining on the devil. Because they tried to I do mean, it. we gotta keep it real, bruv. There's a lot of demonic things that happen in our society. There's a lot of demonic things that happen in these industries, whether it's Hollywood. No, I agree with you. Whether it's the music industry or not. It's not everyone. We, yeah, cool. It may not be everyone, but we can't ignore the facts that there's probably some of that stuff out there. So even though you have a choice whether you wanna tap into that, believe it or not. You just can't completely disregard it. Like it's not a thing. No, it's most definitely. No, I believe. I believe. But you could do. You could. An artist could do anything. You could try and link it to the devil. That's why I kind of take these views with a pinch of salt. You could literally do anything. You could do like a pentagon on the ground, and people will try to link link it to a pentagram sort of thing. Like that's how people are. Like especially. Yeah, but because a lot of that shit is linked to demonic frequencies. No, it's not just that though. It's no, but different. a lot of the time it is. We, I think we try to like give a lot of these artists like leeway and, and, and passes and that. But a lot of the things that they try to make creative and try and spin. It is demonic. The, the origins of what they're doing comes from some sort of dark energy. I was just about to like, say, I do believe that. There you know, is, we can't, we can't do, completely forego that. There is a few. Dip, and this I'm is not, probably a conversation that we should have yeah, a, yeah. a deeper conversation to have at another time. I'm just not going to believe but, every theory. That's all. No, of course not. That, and I, that's I, it, I, I mean, I don't believe every theory, but I just don't completely shut down every theory too. No, there's some theories I shut down completely. And there's some that I'll give mm. me ear to. I definitely believe there is some demonic bits of the culture. That's just the key. I would shut down that Travis but theory completely. But that's what I'm saying. That's something like that. I'm 
shut him down without thinking twice. Because mm. there's no way you're about to tell me to everybody. So, okay, so then what's the difference between shutting that down and then shutting down what Kanye was talking about where he was saying, when he was talking about how, like, there were certain musics that um, that they, 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 they speak to a certain vibration and a dark energy and they tap into your root chakra and that can affect, that taps into sex, sexuality and violence. Yeah. What's the difference between shutting that down and shutting down? Did the he say dark energy? I'm paraphrasing. No, but, the, but that's he, basically what as he was why saying. Can you, as in, why can I shut this down and not that? Yeah, down? he's basically he's basically saying that like the 808s it can be pitched in a certain way to where it can influence your energy to where you can do negative things. That's basically what he was saying. I wanted to, yeah, yeah I hear that. I kind of wanted to hear more of that, um, just to make more of a of an educated opinion on it, sort of thing. But of face value. Mm. I think that is a little bit more believable than Travis Scott's Astro World Festival being demonic in any way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that's more believable, if I'm being very, very honest. Nothing about Travis strikes me as demonic in any way. Like, yeah, cool, he has this rock star energy. There's a lot of these artists that don't. Do you know what? It sounds like I'm like caping for him to be demonic, but I'm not. But there's a lot of these artists that can appear a certain way to the public, but we don't know what. We never know the person. And I'm not saying that he is. I'm just letting you know what theories that I've read online as well. well I want to have that conversation one day, man. Yeah. Because I want to talk about it. I do want to yeah. talk about Yeah, I do want to talk about people, like... Because you know what it is? I mean? Just quickly, off the top, pod. You know Sally Hook? You know when schools get shot? People say the same thing. Whether it was a sacrifice or whether it was a hoax, there's always going to be conspiracy theories when there's a mass yeah. killing or when mass people die. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People think um, Colin Brown was fake when the school kids got shot. It's always going to be the case. Mm. But I definitely do. Like, I didn't want to say on the podcast, but you see Little Nas's next video. Yeah. That's demonic. It's not demonic. I apologize, bro. <laughs> I'm just bro, I, I, don't, I don't play with all that stuff there, innit? So whether it's Little Nas X or whether it's um, Megan, Megan, uh, Megan the Stallion or whatever. Like, Dressing up like a devil. Yeah, I don't play with none of that shit, bro. Oh, so you think it's demonic as well, now? Yeah, for sure. Oh, cool. I didn't know. I don't play with none of that stuff. I didn't know if you agree or not. No, I don't play with none of that stuff there, bro. Fair enough. Uh, to me, that's a lot. Man's why doesn't it? What a nasty. We're gonna talk about it's this. a dirty game. Is any man worthy of fame? Yes, be it. Any yeah, chance to get the bar off? Yeah, me. And people are gonna talk about this one. Please, yeah, yeah, I'd man. love to. Man. Even off the pod, if we need. No, on, on the, the pod. pod. I think that'd be such a fascinating conversation. But yeah. Um. Rest in peace to all the the victims of the Asher World tra- tragedy. Our thoughts are with uh, the families and the friends. Um. And yeah, man, we'll, we'll see how that um, whole incident and that whole deal plays out. But sadly, we were hit with more tragic news this week as um. Memphis rapper Young Dolph was sadly shot and killed in his hometown. Now, for those who don't know, um, Dolph was a loved and respected independent rapper who dropped the popular hit Cut It in 2016. And he also had over, or he has over 28 albums and mixtapes to his name. And he famously survived being shot at over 100 times in his hometown. Um, And anyone who was close to him will tell you how much, you know, he loved his community and how much he gave back and, Everyone from Rick Ross to Meg The Stallion to Gucci Mane have publicly sent their tributes to Dolph, which kind of tells you how popular he was. So first and foremost, we want to send our deepest condolences to his family, his friends, love and light to them, and obviously rest in peace, Dolph. I was never, I never listened to Young Dolph. Um, I'd heard obviously cut it when Joe Cubbin and stuff. That was the only interaction with Dolph that I ever had, but obviously another rapper shot and killed in 2021. It's not, it's always going to be a sad situation. So. Yeah, rest in peace to Dolph. 
first and foremost. Rest in peace. It's just really sad, man. Once again, we've lost another rapper. It's just, it's just really sad, man. And like, when I heard the news, I wasn't even into Dolph's music like that. I didn't even really know much about him, but um, I mean, we're hip hop heads, innit? So we're affected when we lose rappers, regardless. You know what I mean? But um, when I heard that he, because he's from Memphis, innit? And that's where they killed him. It just, I thought, I thought about Nipsey, and I just thought to myself, like, I think we one day we're gonna have a conversation about like whether rappers need to go back to the hood. Cause I don't, I don't know if I'm on it anymore, man. I've always been one that's like, you know, don't forget where you come from, give back to your community. But at this point, I'm kind of like, yo, fuck that, man. That's uh, uh no, that's, that's how I feel. Like, that's something. Yeah, I hear. You. I feel like yo, fuck that, man. I, if it's if it's if it's at the if it's at the risk of losing your life, fuck that, because. A lot of these rappers are getting killed in their own hoods. And I hear you. There's been so many stack bundles, yeah. chinks drugs, chinks drugs, Dolph, Nipsey. Yeah. Do you feel me? Like, few and more. there's probably more. There's a few more. Yeah. At some point, we got to really deconstruct this whole notion of being hood and not forgetting where you come from and destroy that. Because what does it really mean when you lose your life? Regardless of what issues you may have in your neighborhood, if it's where you're from, yeah, and you, you go back there. This guy was buying his mama cookies. And they killed him, bro. Some point we're gonna have to we have to destroy this whole notion of going back to the hood. I hear you. And give him I mean, back. I, I that's how I, I feel today. That's, that's how that's I what I'm saying. I think that's how you feel today. Because me personally, I I'm never gonna say that. Because I feel like if you're from somewhere, you're from somewhere. But you not it, going back there does not mean you're no longer from there. It no, not as in not from there. I, you're always gonna be from there. But you're I don't because how can I put it? There's think about how many rappers go back to their hood. And how many that? Yes, there's a, few, a lot that died, don't get me wrong. But like, there's still so many that go back and do good things. Do you know what I mean? And thank God nothing's happened to them. So we can't let the, the mind... I get it, some have died, but it's there's still a lot more that are doing a lot good. Do you know what I mean? So I don't think there's anything wrong with going back to the hood and giving that. If it's at the risk of your life, there is. Bro, he had arranged... But is there going to be a difference... He he had arranged. He went to the shop. Yeah, he, no, yeah, and, yeah. no, forget that. But oh. he had arranged. A Thanksgiving. Um, was, yeah, yeah, bro. He was giving out turkey the next day. Literally, he was giving out turkey the next day. And he's been doing that. No, Young Dolph's been doing that. Young Young Dolph's been doing that. Young Dolph. I used to watch Young Dolph's interviews on Breakfast Club and stuff. He was a funny guy, and he's. You know what? Such a shame. I he used to speak highly of Memphis. Yeah. He used I, to put Memphis on his back every interview he goes on. I hear you, Pete. The whole notion of hood now, man, bro. I don't think I don't. I don't know, man. I don't think. We not talk too much, man. I don't think rappers are safe anywhere, bro. That's what I was thinking. Because Dolph has got Pop Smoke is from New York. He got killed in L.A. Sort of thing. Dolph and has I've got heard, shot and outside we all, we we're now starting to hear that being a rapper is the most dangerous job and stuff like that. I'm starting to think that's true, because I think whether you're whether you're in your hood giving back or whether you're out of your hood doing whatever. You can get caught slipping, man, and it doesn't even matter where you are. Benny got shot in was it um Texas, Houston? Yeah, King. King I mean, so King Von got shot in Atlanta. King Von got shot in Atlanta, and he's from Chicago, right? Yeah. Being a rapper is dangerous, man. It it just it it just and I hear what you're saying about the community stuff because I'm kind of on I'm kind of on your wave as well, but I understand where you're coming from, Pete uh, Mo. Um, but I think just, it's what you said. You're not safe anywhere when you're a rapper. You're always gonna have people eyeing you, no matter where you. And are. even here, even in in this even in this country, crap got stabbed in Birmingham. Heady one got rushed in in Coventry. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's just tough, man. Like wherever you go, like if you, it's well, a bit different in the UK, bro. Like, and I don't know details of those instances, but where you find like a lot of our artists, 
um, getting themselves in situations where there's probably like long-standing beefs there. But I think it's, it's rare that like gigs will go Peckham and will have any issues because of who he is. It's rare that um, Crepton Conan will go back to Gypsy Hill and have any issues. Or Heady going far, probably. Look at what you just said. Crept's got stabbed in Birmingham. But Conan got, um, wasn't Conan's father? Like, yeah, but that was, that, 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 that was street shit. And, that, that, and that was before That was before rap. That was, was it before rap? That was before, before rap. rap. That, was, that was just the start, that early, early start. They weren't crept at Conan at that point yet. They weren't selling. I don't sure. even think they had their link up TV yet at that point. Yeah, that was definitely before rap. No, even if it was, it was at like the early, early stuff. Stages. Like paperwork stuff started coming out as he started. To yeah, 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 yeah. And he was, they were a legend, yeah, yeah, certain yeah. things. Yeah. But, do you know what I mean? I, it's, it's different. Bro, what happened in 2011? They were rappers by then, bro. But were they crept at Conan then? Yes. They've been crept in Conan since 08, 09. That's so. That's kind of what I mean. So, but that's different, you, though. That's street. Shit. That was street shit. But I believe that what happened to Dolph was probably due to do some street shit too. Because obviously, like I said, he'd been shot at over a hundred times. Yeah, he'd he, been a marked yeah, he's man. Been, he's been, yeah. Mm. yeah. That's not no industry shit. That's gonna be street shit sort yeah. of thing. So I think my when I first heard that he got killed, the first thing I thought was that was probably some street shit, and it was probably um, not the chickens coming home to roost, but essentially. Chickens coming home to roost. Because he's been shot been, out multiple, multiple, multiple times. Exactly, exactly. And that's not no music shit, man. But I can't what, be. But that was, that's, it's not just been in Memphis he's been shot. Like, it's like you said, these lot target everywhere they go. Dolph hasn't only been shot in Memphis. He's traveled and he's been shot. He's traveled and he's got shot. I remember once I think his car got shot when he went to hospital. Mm. So like, I don't, you know, when you still go back to your hood, it's not like they're not just safe in their hood. And ultimately, like, even if you are giving back to your hood and, you know, being this positive force for change in the hood, if you come from a certain background and a certain lifestyle, sometimes that's just going to keep following you until it's too late, man. I feel like that's what's happened with Dolph. Right? And there's always people going to be envious, man. People are always going to be and jealous. Yeah, obviously jealousy, jealousy is jealousy is always going to be jealousy and pride are the major killers, man. Mm. They are. And the, and America, it's like you said, it's different in England. England's so much smaller in London, so like. If something happens to someone, someone else is going to know who that person is. Whereas in America, it's it's lawless. Do you know what I mean? Don't get it twisted. It can, it can get very lawless. No, it can. I know that though. But what I'm saying is in terms of with our rappers, it's a bit different the way it's in America. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. Yeah, with, yeah. with um, our rappers, it's rare that like they are attacked by strangers. People that they don't know. Exactly. Pop that. smoke situation. Perfect like, that. He, didn't, he probably didn't know them. Man. Yeah, he didn't know them. Do you know what I mean? Um, actually, Nipsey allegedly knew the dude, didn't it? Um, but there's been instances where in states like they haven't known. I hear that, but I guess you know I said I mean? that. Like just... Chink's drugs, I don't think he knew his. No, like, I think he was driving assassins. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Stack bundles, the same thing. Yeah, I said I mentioned the UK just to strengthen the point of a rapper's not safe anywhere, regardless whether they know the person or they don't. Like. Being a rapper is a dangerous, dangerous thing, especially when you're blinged out, you know, you have a certain status, you know, you might have certain links to people and, you know, because of that, the people that are plotting against you want to see you gone. So, yeah, man. It's, but it's, just... been, it's been getting a lot worse as well, man. Yeah, we've I feel like rap has gone, it went years without mm. tragedies. You've got a few like this now year as well. It's just so reoccurring now. 
Do you know what I mean? We've lost a few this year. Yeah, it's coming. It's King Vaughan was the same. I don't think it's ever slowed down, man. I think we've lost the odd rapper year after year. After yeah, year. but I think that the, amount the status has been fluctuating with regards oh, yeah, to yeah, their yeah. notoriety, but we've been losing rappers, bro. Nah, I hear you, but I just feel like for some reason, maybe it's just with the social media element and all that, it just feels like it's been getting a lot more recent. Yeah. I hear that. And again, like we've lost quite a few this year. Obviously, we lost um, King Vaughan. Was that this year? Was that this year? Feel like it was. Feel like it was. Um, FBG Duck, we lost this year as well. Um, Yeah, man, we've lost a few. So it's just sad, man. It's very, very sad. But yeah, rest in peace to Dolph. Um, Yeah, man, the city's gonna miss you. Hip hop will miss you. Um, Yeah, man. Love and light to his family. Yeah, man. Very mad. Um, But yeah, moving on to another long anticipated event that happened while we were gone. Um, So basically. Drake had his uh, Till Death to Us part battle rap card. Um, we're going to leave it to Mo to basically round it up because obviously it was a big night. Um, we were out. That was epic. Yeah, we were, we were out and you had to leave early just to watch the thing. Oh, um, that's, that's nasty. It's very nasty. Yeah, I was with these guys and then... Left imagine guys. being out socialized. I was out. We was yo. We was being, on my birthday yo, as well. Imagine being out socialized. Yeah, in my guys, defense, yeah. nah, do you hear what you said? And then Mo, oh, Mo's like, "Oh, yo, lads, I got, I got to go." Yeah, but in my oh, defense, where you going? Like, I got to catch this battle. Like, in my what? defense, in my defense, nah, there's no defense. It was a Saturday. There's no defense. No, let me bro. talk. Let me talk, brother man. Brother man, let me talk, brother man. It was Halloween weekend, by the way. Celeste Barbiero, keep his name. Relax. No, let me sincerely. We was we was flying out Thursday, so it's never like I was. It was Saturday night. We're flying out Thursday. My guys. And to put in context, I got stranded in Brixton, which wasn't nice. That has nothing to do so with like, what we're all, talking about. At all. No, so that's I left you guys earlier and I got stranded. So imagine if it was later. Yeah, that's karma. You shouldn't have left. And my phone died. The devil is a lie. But all around, it was a sensation. I can't lie. I feel like Drake's energy he's putting in battle rap is, is great. Like, he's putting money up. He's invited other, other rappers to join. They said, I'll put a mil on each battle rapper and the winner gets all. So he's got great energy around it. It was his birthday as well, so the best celebrity. So all around, I had a clear sweep on predictions, mm. bar one. So my guy, Sue Surf, won 3 or not 2-1. Everyone, pardon? Who do you face? Sue Surf faced Calico, he won 2-1. Romney faced one of Peter's legends, T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, but do you want to ask me what happened? What happened? Yeah, he died. He died? Yeah, it was 3-0, but 3-0. He, yeah, oh, it was bad. Our T-Rex got here, he got him out of here. Damn. He got him out of he here. He dropping a tear for the old generation. Yeah. And then let's get to the main one. Low Deluxe versus Geechee Gotti. Beloved. The Lord GOAT, Loaded Luck. I still haven't seen that. Facts. I'm not, Against I'm the new GOAT, Geechee Gotti. Facts. I'm not ready to watch it. I'm not ready to watch it. What? I'm not ready to watch it. I watched it three times. That's I'll the only one you. I watched. I watched it three times. I'll tell you what happened. I've never I've never seen Low Deluxe lose. Low Deluxe is the GOAT to me. Yo, Low Deluxe got mollywhopped. Liverpool versus Arsenal. 4-0. I, everything. He won the coin toss. He won the head to head. He won the face off. He won the battle. Just relax, man. You're he being, bullied being, him in the second round. Being disrespectful. Lux choked in the first. Beloved choked in the third round. <laughs> the same guy that told me ain't it evil to live backwards is now choking in the Popular third round. The yo, nah. I've never seen yo. Beloved don't get flustered. Even when he choked against Calico the first round, I yeah, think he, I think he choked on purpose. It is. How do you choke on purpose? Ask Beloved. Until he faced a GOAT, which is Geechee Gotti. And he... Yeah, I mean, what did you think? So, the first round, heat from both of them. Um, I would probably give the first round to Geechee. You give it to Geechee? I think I gave it to Geechee. I gave it to Beloved. 
I gave it. I think I gave it to Gucci. Yes. And then the second round, I think I gave it to Lux. Um, it was, they were both great rounds. I think Lux was was stronger overall. And then the third round, <laughs> beloved, um, struggled. Um, to say the least. he forgot his bars. He forgot them. He forgot them a couple times as well. He caught to the point where he was visibly frustrated. He let out an air of frustration. Like, ah, like he, he that. fully forgot. He fully forgot. He fully forgot. He caught dementia third round. He fully wow. forgot his third round. What Alzheimer's? Yeah. Nah, any dementia when you lose your memory. I mean Alzheimer's. Yeah, Alzheimer's. He fully caught in third round. And the second round to me is where Lux really got killed. He did. He, he did. really got killed that second round. I think Geechee is really bad. good at third rounds generally though. Yeah. The so, third round and the second round from Geechee was out of this world. Beloved's still the goal, but And I love the kind of third rounds that Geechee always had. He yeah. kind of just puts it in the perspective of look, this is the situation I've been in. And he goes into real detail. So that next to Beloved choking. It's, um, it's, he was flustered. He was out in the West. That's the first time that Lux has ever traveled. Clearly, he can't travel, respectfully. He's never, that's his first battle outside the East Coast. So basically, he should be on a no-fly zone. Let's he see. should be on a no-fly zone. Taliban, stay in New York. Because he went to the West and died. Yeah, don't ever call Big U for nothing. Nah, man. It was bad. Don't ever call Big U. And Big U was behind Sue Surf in, against his battle in Calico, fun fact. What is it? Yeah, he was behind Big Sue Surf. Shout out to Big U. Shout out to Big U. But yeah, that's my recap. Geechee got loaded, lost the fuck out. <laughs> but he also did something with the C's and the K's, right? Yeah. What did he do? What do you mean? Uh, Geechee against Lux? Yes. Oh, because Lordy Lux kept on. So Lordy Lux, I didn't know, on Instagram kept on replacing his letter C's with K's. Like, to suggest that he was. To suggest he's a blood. And Geechee's a crip. Geechee was out in the West Coast. Geechee's from Compton. Geechee had 70 crips with him on stage. He had 50 in the audience. And then he pulled Lux's card. He asked, he asked Lux, like, your blood. He called him a cokehead for a while, which looked true. And he just he pulled his card. I asked him, like, your blood. He had one of Lux's guys nervous, pulling out his bandana out of his pocket. Then he put it in the wrong pocket. And look, Geechee was like, you got in the wrong side, you doofus. <laughs> I've never seen Lux. That was a funny bit. Yeah, I've never seen Lux look so bad. But salute to Drake. That was all Drake. That was all Drake. Listen. And Drake's been a URL fan. One thing I'll give him, he's been a URL. He's been a battle rap fan for t- forever. I'll give him that. I mean, it was a good. It was a good moment for for battle rap. Yeah, you know what I mean? A good, a good moment for everybody. Like, Obviously, they got a good payday, and now Geechee is like Mount Rushmore done solidified. Mount Rushmore done solidified. He's in the side. He's there. So he's there with Lux, and he's there with he's Lux, him, Mook, Mook and Surf. Surf yeah. as well. Yeah. You happy with that, Pete? No. Have you watched the battle, Pete? No. Can you watch it tomorrow, please? No. All right. Well, All right. You can't argue about Rushmore, then. Can he? <laughs> you can't argue. No, it's silly. Pete, watch the battle tomorrow. Um, I watch, or even tonight. I will watch it at some point. Yeah, yeah. Like, just watch it. Mm. And get back to me in the second round. Feel you. Well, shout out to Drake. Shout out to the Death Do Us part card. Shout out to Geechee, Lux, and everybody else that participated. Um, I'm sure when the next uh, Drake card happens, it'll be another big one. I'm running away again. <laughs> You'll be running away again. Yeah, we just want to invite you out that night. Cool. In that case, then, after that not-so-quick recap, we're going to move on to the first proper topic of today. And uh, we're going to have a chat about um, what is probably hip-hop's favourite like label and bunch of artists at the moment, and probably has been for the last like year or so. Griselda Records. Home to West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher, 
Armani Caesar, Peter Adderley, Boldy James, <laughs> <laughs> Peter Abiade, Mac Homie. You man are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, you're, you're, you're definitely Griselda alumni. Uh, he's definitely an alumni. Oh, you're one of no, he's I'm definitely, definitely Griselda. You're, you're definitely Griselda alumni. You're, you're the reason why we listen to Griselda. You've been listening to Griselda for pretty much since the start. They've been around since, what, 2012, 2013? Um, and it started with, like, What's That Gun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that you caught? Is that yeah, you yeah. Um, him and um, Conway, they dropped an album together um, with a producer called Big Ghost. It was called Griselda Ghost. So that was like my first proper introduction. And that's kind of how they kicked it all off. And since then, they've blossomed to become one of hip hop's hottest labels, um, dropping a slew, a slew of consistent, consistent projects from, you know, West Side Guns, Pray for Paris and Hit the West Hermes series to, you know, Conway's collaboration with Big, Big Ghost to Benny's debut album, Burden the Proof. Um, and they've very much been holding it down for quote unquote, Real hip hop, underground hip hop, all that type of thing. There, <laughs> I don't like the way you're smiling. What? He knows what he was doing. He knows what he's doing. I feel like he's with a stupid little thing at the top. I feel like he's sending for me. He is. He's definitely sending for me. I'm not sending for you. You know why? He's getting you back for the backpack. Listen, Virgil Van Dyke. Stop being. Virgil Van Dyke. Stop being so defensive. You're getting back for the backpack, fine. I'm not though. That's fine. I'm not. I'm not. It was that smirk. It's when he went underground. I said, I know what he's doing here. You man think the worst of me. I'm actually not. If you stop being such a fucking defender for certain ones in your life, Wherever. I'm actually bigging up Griselda. But yeah, they've been like the premier rap label, especially in the last couple of years. Um, they've very, very much come into their own. But re- news recently came out that Benny has signed to the legendary point zero for hip hop when it comes to the labels, Def Jam. Um, signed by Snoop Dogg, who is the... Uh, a creative consultant or yeah. kind of creative executive at, at Def Jam, but he essentially got it over the line and now Benny is a Def Jam alumni as well. So with that, I kind of wanted to pitch the question, not only to you, Mo, but obviously the Griselda alumni amongst us and Peter. <laughs> um, I imagine we'll be seeing like a new, a, a step in a new direction for Griselda generally, but have Griselda, after all the success they've had over the last couple of years, you know, signing to Shady, even if that didn't work out too well and, generally just growing in terms of prestige and, you know, reputation, have they peaked? And what I mean by that is, have they peaked in terms of their popularity and have they peaked in terms of the quality of the music? So, um... And I've got a question for you as well, Pete. Mm. As well, after. What's the question, bro? Is there a reason why you think Benny got signed and not? We can start with that. Anyone else in Griselda? Because um, I'm... Yeah, just... I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I think Conway... Is signed to Shady. So Shady signed Conway and Westside Gun in like 2016, yeah. 17. Mm-hmm. And obviously that didn't work out too tough. Yeah. It's not it. done yet. Um, so Conway's, um, the album that he's working on now, I believe the album that he's actually going to release is going to be on Shady. I think that's the only one he's doing yet, if I'm not mistaken. I might need to double check that. So to date, the only Shady release they've done is the group album, yeah. the Griselda album. Yes. Cool. What would, what would Sheen do, right? Yes. Cool. So that's the only one that they've dropped since they've been affiliated with Shady. And for the most part, every other release has been on Griselda. Yeah, like it's not, it's not a, um, it was not a long-term contract that they've got with Shady. Like yeah, it might have been like a one or two album type of deal. Um, and then after that, I think they, they go back to being free agents, isn't it? But I mean, I don't really, as far as whether they've peaked or not, um, probably, probably. I think anything they do now is just, 
um, adding on to the reputation and the legacy that they've been trying to build. Maybe artistically, they peaked. Um, no, just as far as popularity. Okay, cool. Um, so anything they do now, yeah, I think it's just kind of adding on to like you know the reputation and the legacy that they're they're trying to build and that. Um, I, I I don't really understand the significance of him signing for Def Jam, man. I guess it's like an accomplishment based on where they've come from. Do you know what I mean? Because like you know they they really came from like the underground in it, and they along with Rock Marciano helped usher in like a certain sound with like you know the soul samples and dusty type of beats and that. So I guess that's like. To get signed to one of the most reputable companies is like probably amazing. It's probably like you know a sign of success. But I don't think they. I don't, I don't feel like he needed that. I don't feel like they needed that, man. Like, what can Def Jam really offer them now that they weren't really doing themselves? Like, how important is Def Jam today? How important is the label today? Like, you have to understand that everything that Griselda have done thus far has been independent, and they are as known as they are. So what on earth can Def Jam do now? Yes, I understand. So it's, a what you're saying. it's a machine as well. Cool. But what more can they do? It, more exposure? You, more more budget? exposure. It's like what you said. They, If they stay independent, I think it's what you said. They peaked at where they are. In terms, but they, of, but, 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 in terms of in terms of no, no, notoriety. Yeah. But once you sign to a label, it unlocks, I'm just presuming, a hidden... Not anymore, bro. It's not the same. You think it's a different game completely? Yeah, bro. In this internet age, bro. Yeah, I Man, hear we don't, we don't you. But like, need, once you labels, sign, bro, no, no, you go direct to consumer now. You do. You can go. But then what if you want a radio hit? Or what if you want to play on a radio? Do, do, does the radio exist anymore? Yes. 100% it does, bro. bro <laughs> it, don't, it don't exist like that. I'm talking about in America. I'm not talking about oh, here. Okay. Over there, it doesn't exist like in that. America. To where, like America, I think, I think. Well, for someone like Benny, who the type of music that he makes, yeah, you're right. I think the club is the radio over there. Now. Yeah. So, and you, uh, and yeah. you can control that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you can control that. Do you know what I mean? With payola. And, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Other, me, other means of making sure your music gets paid. Shout out to Cardi B. But, I mean, I big up Benny and I'm happy for him, but I just don't really understand the significance of it. Other than seeing the rags from rich, the rags to riches story. But as far as like creativity and, and notoriety, I just don't understand what more it's going to do. Because them, even though Benny wasn't signed to Shady, the facts that Westside and Conway got signed to Shady helped Benny as well. Do you know what I mean? So I just don't get what Def Jam are going to be able to do for Benny that he weren't doing for Maybe himself. Maybe just give them anything. Unless like Benny... A fun thing to tours to... Unless Benny's planning to go in a different direction creatively. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just can't see what more they can do. So I don't know. I think it's... More... I, I, I won't really like... It might just be a business move. I didn't feel like, yes, salute. They've let the real in. I didn't feel like that. I was kind of like, all right, cool. Well, to answer your question about Def Jam, I mean... I'm just looking through their roster now. I mean, the roster on paper is still quite good. I mean, this is on the Wikipedia, but they still got Jeezy, they still got Fab, they still got Jada Kiss, um, <laughs> Bro, don't, don't Justin Bieber apparently, Jewels. Ah, this guy. Did you say Jewel Santana? Don't angle me, man. Pusha T. Bro, did you say Jewel? Q-Tip. Yeah, Rihanna. YG. I'm just. So, uh, listen, Benny is around stars. Maybe not Jewels, but he's around stars. You know what I mean? So with that, I feel like. Def Jam obviously isn't the same powerhouse it once was. Um, maybe there's an element of the Rags to Riches story that Pete mentioned that influenced Benny's decision. Maybe it's the fact that Snoop Dogg is like one of the coolest rappers ever. And he was like, yo, you want to sign for Def Jam? And ben couldn't, Benny couldn't refuse. What do you think? From a, bus- from a business point of view, it might make sense for Benny to sign with Def Jam just for more budget when it comes to making albums, more budget when it comes to touring, 
you know, just more of infra- more infrastructural support when it comes to presenting his, presenting his art, creating it, and getting it out to the masses. Um, that's partly the reason why a lot of independent rappers sign with big labels to be able to get access to budget that they might not have to do things like being able to tour more internationally or nationally, and you know, even if it's more studio time in a, in a state of the art studio sort of thing. So maybe there's that element of that as well. I don't think him signing to Def Jam adds anything to him. I don't think I think he's still gonna be making the same type of music that he's always been making, unless he completely derails and you know just does an album with Drake or something like that over like that wouldn't DJ, shock me. DJ Mustard production or something. That wouldn't shit. shock me because I feel like him and Conway they want to go in a different direction because Benny's apparently got a tune with Drake in the tuck that he just hasn't released yet. Yeah, you know I mean, and he's kind of hinted at you know doing more R and B type joints as well. So it's not. It wouldn't be too much of a shock. I mean, if it's where. It might sound mad, but the you can attempt, see the transition. The, the attempt wouldn't be shocking. Maybe then. So then that's why he Def Jam like, is where he'll, that will find a home, rather than Griselda, which is obviously more of the gritty kind of more stuff. I don't know. Maybe because they could give if he does do say if he does do some sort of like an R and B or whatever. If he does go that route, mm. he knows his core audience might not like it. Def Jam's got that avenue for everyone else. If that makes sense, mm. do you know what I mean? He might not be able to get himself that exposure to everyone else, whereas Def Jam could easily do that. Here, let's put this on Jimmy Kimmel. Let's put this on whatever. Do you know what I mean? Just right. here you go. But the issue might be creative clashes. If he does want to do that or he doesn't want to do that and they're pushing for it, as has been historical throughout hip-hop history, then that might be an issue. But he's but been independent I imagine for so long. Fine. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think he's been independent for so long. He would have patterned that in a way which he suits him. I don't think he would have gone to them not knowing what he signed up for. And obviously another rapper signed him. So I think the other rapper will, yeah. who... I think Snoop Dogg, who has had his commercial crossover success, will understand that desire to want to branch out and do more. So I don't necessarily think it's not a not necessarily a good business move. I wouldn't necessarily say, oh yeah, that's a good business move for Benny. But I wouldn't necessarily say it's a bad one either. It's kind of like, okay, I kind of see why you would. But if you didn't, I'd see why you wouldn't either, sort of thing. Yeah, based based on what you said, I can understand why he would. I probably was I wasn't really appreciating. Um, the funding that goes into like tours and promotion and stuff. So I can get that. But that to the side, I don't get it. But that might be everything it. you've done thus far has brought you up to this point. Like maybe you've, you've, you've you're, I think, I think he's, I think they're, man, I think he's managed by Rock Nation. So he's, he's got, he's got Jay as well. He's got the link with Jay as Jay-Z as well. Do you know what I mean? He's, 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 he's worked with Lil Wayne. You know what I mean? He's, Worked with Hit Boy, he's got connections all over the gaff. What more? What more can Def Jam do for him that he hasn't already established himself? That crossover, and maybe. that's why I kind of pitched the question: crossover how though? If he starts doing them R and B songs, his audience ain't gonna listen. If he's gonna do it, he could do it now though. But who's gonna listen to that? His audience ain't gonna listen to that. We don't know that. I'm just saying, but I will. Do you think the core of his R&B head? Yo, you you can answer this. Do you think the core of Benny the Watcher's artists will listen to R&B with Benny? They won't like it, no. Then his his shows are like it's random. Yeah, exactly. Random random in like champion hoodies. So if he does, we don't know it, but say he does take a right left turn and go. I love the way you've done that, by the way. And he does do R&B. Def Jam give him that avenue, Mm. and Todd can give him a new audience direct. Still, 
You still yeah. think the label's got the power they could to put do him, that? They can put him on TV easily. They can put him. They can, they put, can put him. Who on watches the, TV, bro? Bro, people bro, watch Jimmy Kimmel. Just because you bro, don't bro, do it. Bro. Do you know what it is with VM? Um, do you know what it is with Peter? If he having works, nobody watches TV. You don't think people? We 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 on our laptops. You don't think they might watch Jimmy Kimmel in America? Bro, having worked for a label. Do you know how many American late night shows? Having worked for a label, I know that labels have the power to pitch an artist to other markets that that artist would have not been able to themselves. So okay, cool. That's yeah, you worked for Excel with it, so you can speak to that. Yeah. How much power do you think an Excel would have with someone like a Betty compared to him doing what he's done thus far? Probably not a lot, to be honest. But Excel, but Excel's not aren't Jam. necessarily. They're a label though. But they, 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 they're a label. They, they've got Adele, bro. Yeah, but Def Jam's a behemoth. Not anymore. But for you. Def um, Jam's a behemoth. They had Adele, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm bugging here. Def Jam is a behemoth compared to XL. XL? No, 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 no. no. All right, maybe I'm bugging. XL, XL, <laughs> no, XL, XL, XL. No, like, because growing up, that's all we heard. Yeah. All we heard was Def Jam and Universal. I'd probably say- And Def Jam more because of Vendetta. Who was the last hottest person that Def Jam had? Let's keep it a buck now, man. Because you man are acting like- Yeah, me def, just- You, yeah, you man are acting yeah, like- Yeah, me. No, hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. Be quiet one second, yeah. You man are acting like Def Jam have been hot in like the last five years. And Who have they had? Rihanna. Bro, stop it. Don't piss me off, man. I'm Can a, I include Nas? I'm not acting like anything, so. No, I'm, we're not acting like Nas. No, I'm playing no. devil's advocate here. And I'm just saying that labels, regardless of how hot they are, do have the power and do have roots in the world to be able to pitch and present an artist to another audience of people that they might not be able to by themselves. And that's why I pitched the question, have Griselda peaked? I maybe should have angled it towards are they still able to help their artists in a way that major labels can't? Because maybe Griselda have peaked in the sense of they can't do anything more for Benny. And that's why he has to look elsewhere. Potentially. Okay, that, yeah. And that might go into what I was saying before about, you know, being able to get more funding for, you know, tours, for production, for, you know, just making music, being able to, you know, be out here to like, not just the UK, but if he wants to go, let's say if he wants to do a tour in Japan, they could do that sort of thing. Maybe Griselda could too, but Def Jam probably as an offshoot of Universal definitely have more, way more funds mm. than flipping Griselda sort of thing. So yeah. maybe it's the thing where Griselda have peaked in the sense where they've kind of got where they need to be. But when it comes to like supporting their artists and getting them to a bigger audience, they can't do much more. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I definitely agree with you in terms of the popularity. I don't think they're going to get any more popular than they are. Mm. Not with the roster that they've got because... Really and truly, like, take away um, the big three in Westside, Conway, and Benny. Other than people who are fans of, like, Mac and Armani, mm. is the care there? Mm. Is the interest there? Mm. Goldie as well. Is the interest there sort of thing? So, in terms of popularity, they're going to... I think they peaked last year. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm not comparing the two, but, I mean, Conway and, and Westside signing with Shaney didn't really do anything more than what they were doing before. And I know Shaney aren't Def Jam, but... Just can't. I'm just not optimistic to seeing what Def Jam are going to be able to do for Benny, you know? especially if Benny isn't making the type of music that Def Jam would even be able to push to the masses. Now, I'll be honest with you, I saw. But he might be making it though with Def Jam. Let's see. I saw Def Jam's um, roster. Mm-hmm. All right, man. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, bro. Def, yo, bro, let's. Live. We got to keep yo, it yeah, real. Me, a, lot, a lot of these. Yeah, la- me, their rosters live, fam. Bro. A lot of these labels. Can you look at it? Their roster. I saw some of rappers. A lot of these. But you also saw Rihanna and Justin Bieber, didn't you? Yeah, but they got YK Osiris. I mean, he had um, he had that one tune. Was it worth it? You're not about to tell me you know a YK Osiris song. Yeah, I do. Because he had it was a big song. I don't even know who that is. It was a big song. 
All I heard was Osiris. Yeah, worth it, worth it. Was it? Uh, it was worth fam, it. All I heard Mo say was Osiris, and I'm thinking about the Egyptian god. <laughs> I'm thinking about. Man's telling me about. Anyway, bro, like, but a lot of these labels these days, man, they don't have like the pull and push, like, unless you're like an Atlantic that don't even really the artists that they putting out are artists from like the south and that, and the south have been killing rap game, innit? as in like they've been like running shit. Do you know what I mean? So, and then they've got like um, R&B acts and that. So labels like Atlantic are winning in that, but the more traditional hip hop labels, they haven't been like that big in- I, I, I mean, TDE, we can't really even include them like that because that's like an anomaly. Right? What about Finger? But apart from TDE, what, nah, who else? What about who's Migos signed to City Girls? Uh, that's Atlantic. Quality Control. That's all, Quality but that's control. Atlantic though. Oh, is that under Atlantic? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's all Atlantic. Like um, do you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I just don't have much faith in it because I don't have much faith in labels anymore. But I, I'm open to being wrong, man. I'd love to see Benny get to, you know, another level. I'd love it. Yeah. Because if Benny gets in, he's just gonna he's gonna help that genre. Re- providing he's still making that type of music, it's just gonna help. How would, would you help feel if he does as well? Huh? How would you feel if he does R and B? Just if it sounds good, I'm here for it. Uh, That's all. So you think the, the most R and B he's gonna get is having like a flipping an Ari Lennox on the hook? I can live with that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or do you know what I mean? Or like a Mary J Blige and that? He, that's his R and B. He's never. He's still gonna be talking that. Over, you know over I mean? like Hit Boy production or like. Sort of yeah, he's never gonna sway too too left. Yeah, unless he's he, not gonna start singing himself. Unless he goes to like DJ Mustard or goes to flipping um, Hitmaker, formerly known as Young Youngberg. Never forget Youngberg. Do you know what I mean? Jay but, Prince got his chain back once. Fun fact. There you go. And trick trick. Boom. I hear you. But I mean, listen, I very much subscribe to the idea of Benny signing for Def Jam for sentimental reasons because obviously he's from New York. He he knows the story sort of thing. He's he's as old as Def Jam is. So, <laughs> kind of, yeah, fun fact. Um, but yeah, it makes sense. Um, it makes sense. But yeah, I hear you, man. I suppose we just got to wait and see. Um, and in terms of like the music when it comes to Griselda, I mean, to be honest, they're not really pushing the ball out in terms of like, well, they, they kind of are. I mean, Benny kind of is because obviously he did the uh, album with Hit Boy and stuff. So they've only now started to push pushed about out a bit but in terms of like the core like the gritty the underground subject matter and all that kind of stuff I feel that they're always going to be there and that's fine like it's cool there's a place for that but generally maybe it's just me but even though I've only been listening to Griselda for like a couple years now starting to get a little bit old Mm. a little bit old like and even 2021 they haven't released a whole lot like Matt Comey really Matt Comey drops, obviously West Side Gun dropped Hitler West Hermes, Conway La Makina. And 2020 was a big year for them. They obviously dropped multiple projects. Mm. So they're kind of taking it easy, I suppose, anyway. But I think I might be a little burnt out from 2020. So is that all of them? I understand. Is that all of them or just certain ones? Or is it collective? Generally. Generally. Yeah, because it's the same sort of sound. It's going to be collective. So, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm still a massive fan. Yeah. I'll still listen to whatever they drop in it and I'll enjoy it because it's what I like in it. I don't expect them to push the boat out massively. It's the opposite um, for someone. So I completely understand where Yen is coming from with that. Do you know what I mean? But you're always going to be alone. I'm always going to be tuned in because that's just my type of hip Yeah, I mean, just to put it into context, like Westside, Westside Gun dropped two projects last year. Conway dropped a project. Armani Caesar dropped. Westside, oh no, Westside Gun dropped three projects actually. And then Benny dropped. So, and then Boldy James dropped, I know, as well. So it, it's a lot. So I'm at the point now where maybe I'm getting a little bit more fatigued. And I've been trying to... F- uh, check out that Pyrex Picasso that Benny dropped this year but I guess it's more of the fatigue just being like yeah let me just chill sort of thing so I think after a while they're great they're great at what they do but generally like if someone was to get fatigued by it I wouldn't be mad at it but also if people wanted to look forward to listening to the new stuff over like 
that would be cool too. I get it. But um, yeah, man, I mean, the jury's still out on 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 Griselda, I suppose. Like, obviously, they've done, they've kind of done, they've achieved, they've achieved a lot, man. They've achieved a lot. Like, even outside of like all the signings for like Shady or whatever, they've established themselves as like an independent label that is here to stay, and you know, changing the lives of like the people that are on the label as well. So you know, you got to salute that forever. That's what hip hop is all about. Mm, um, right. You know, obviously, Benny signing to Def Jam. That's an unknown quantity. We'll see what happens with that. But um. You know, I suppose salute to everybody involved, man. Um, they're gonna keep pushing their brand of hip hop, and we're gonna keep listening. So, salute to them. Big up. All right, now we're gonna move on to the fun topic for today, and we're gonna do something a little bit different. So, over the last couple of weeks, we've been posting on our socials for you guys to essentially. Give us some of your most outlandish views on rap. Um, and we've basically been saying that if you want to DM us um, any kind of outlandish, wild um, opinion or comment you have about rap, generally, you can remain anonymous. We will then take that view and dissect it on the pod. So uh, this is going to be kind of like an ongoing topic. Um, and yeah, we're just going to keep picking random messages from you, the listeners, uh, to discuss. And the first topic or I suppose opinion we're going to discuss and they're going to remain anonymous they said that little baby is the most overrated rapper of the past decade that's peter's brother's account <laughs> off the <laughs> that's his burner. yeah what do we think guys is little baby the most overrated rapper this, of the past this decade is, this is from mohammed right here um, it kind of is yeah i appreciate pete's brother's burner burner account that's neither here nor there but no, nah, you, you might think I got a burner account. Yeah, that's your burner account. Only you one hundred percent your burner account. That's, that's I can definitely account. imagine. You I can see him typing account. that shit Ooh, Ooh, with a deep. This new age, all the littles. Ooh. And you know what's so with an evil. Ha ha ha. He's Indian <laughs> like that as well. With the devil. hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> <laughs> and what's it? Is he the most overrated? Yes. No, because who looks at little baby like a rapper? Like who thinks when we say overrated rapper, we talk about specifically to rapping or success, and is. Should he be the number one artist? Probably just as far as respect and how he's like held up because I do see a lot of stuff. Like, but overrated oh, rapper means your rapping ability. I think overrated. it's because I think that's more so overrated how hot he is. Everything. What's that? It's encompassing. I everything. think that's more so how hot he is because obviously he's like one of the hottest rappers in the game. He deserves that. And that's, but that's the question though. Does his talents deserve that? Yeah. Which is, and if his talents, the person that said that clearly feels like his talents don't deserve that, which is why he feels like he's overrated. But the hot, and I completely, and for the most part, I agree with. But the hot person, rap, so whoever you are, big up you and it's I, you. <laughs> I agree with it. Big up me. <laughs> I agree with that person. I think I think I'm not gonna go as far as say he's the most overrated, but he's definitely. But the hottest rapper's never the best rapper. Give me a time when the hottest rapper in the last decade has been the best rapper. Yeah, but the hottest rapper can still be overrated as far as status, though. I'm if you compare it to the quality that's being made and it yeah. doesn't add up, you're going to feel like this person doesn't but warrant this, this level of shine. But we can't, I can't, but then if the quality is dictated by the people that listen to it. So if he's, it's little, dictated, it's dictated. to me, little, little Baby's the hottest rapper in the world right now. Bullshit. Wow. Out of the youngest, yes he is. Is he? Out of the youngsters. There's nobody bigger than I don't think baby. he's hotter than Dirk. He's definitely hotter than Dirk. And I, I, love, than I Dirk. love Dirk. He's and I love, Dirk is my guy. Little Baby is... The champ right now. You know I mean, do you agree? Little Baby for the new generation is 100% the champ. And I think he deserves all of them flowers. Lil Durk is a close second. Yeah. Whether he's consistently, to me, consistently makes good music. 
I don't look at Baby to rapping a bit. He's got hits. But however, when it comes to rapping, we're not going to act like he's just in a bar writing J. Cole's album. So do you feel like Baby deserves... To be the hottest rapper? Yeah. Yes, because... Okay, no, no. Does he... Is his talent levels... Does it warrant his status? I think for what new age hip-hop is, yes. Of, of how he's viewed. If the way they make music now, you can tell why he's the champion. Because who do they have? Bro, he's got the melodic rap on a lot. Because, yeah. He's... he's all right, let me hits. ask you, man, another direct question. Yeah. Oh. Is he good? Yes. We're not about to do that. To is me. he good I at rapping? Yeah. I think he's good at telling stories. Yeah. Is his music good enough for him to be the hottest? Yes. Drip yes. Too Hard. Yes. Um, yes, Indeed with Drake. The whole take with Dirk is amazing to me. Okay, amazing. Um, amazing. No, amazing is a, yeah, a bit of a wolf. Was, yeah, I'm glad you caught yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, that was a Dalsium stretch. Oof. But like, it's a very dope mixtape. Even oh, the two um, he did after... The, the whole all the George Floyd stuff. Yeah, the George that the big, one was it the bigger picture? The bigger picture, and then he had the, the verse. He was spitting on that one. The man. verse on the J Cole album. Weren't a, weren't a good song. The verse. Which one? The one the George. You know what I know about Peter? You didn't Lewis? like it. He no. wouldn't though. I love the message, but it weren't a good song. And also, do you like that style though? Um, of melodic rap, I can enjoy it. When I'm out, I can definitely enjoy it. And I heard apart from the tune that he um catch the sun that was on the um soundtrack to Queen and Slim. I ain't really enjoyed um, little baby's music like that, so I completely understand. So you think it's over? I can. I completely. Un- um, I don't think he should be viewed as he is being viewed. So who should be? I mean, that's a conversation for another day. Like we know who my favorites are. So yeah, but what's why at the new school? Who who, should who's be? in a new school? That's my point. So baby, is it fair for you to say? Dirk, if, no, but this is what I'm saying. Pete, is it fair for you? To I don't rate none of them, man. Then that's not fair for you to say he's overrated. I can base it on what I hear, though. But if you don't know. His competitors. But I can judge it. I've heard stuff, but yeah, so I'm, you know it's difficult. But it's difficult for me to rank classes because I don't know where it where starts and where it finishes, yeah, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? But based on what I hear, I can judge it. I don't think little baby's that good. But for what the current climate of hip hop is, as far as like what it rewards and all that kind of stuff, melodic, little right, baby right. is one of the hottest in the game for what he's been able to do. Um, he's got hits. You know, I I personally think he's a good storyteller. Even if he's not the best, the best storyteller, the way he tells stories is 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 good. Um, the the tape with Dirk, which is like the only full length tape of his I've listened to, was was decent as well. You man have set me up. You do you know what you man do? You man make me seem. You man do topics here that you man make it so that I can appear like the old head in it. Y'all coming across the old head right now, <laughs> and it's not. He enjoys it though, so I'm not listening. Pete, to you, except we all embrace our role here. He knows he's the villain now. Do I? Yeah. But I'm not an old head. Yes, you are. You're 1,000% old head. And you're my guy. You're my brother. You are 1,000% old head. It's fine, bro. It's okay. We accept your old head. I, mm, elements. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead. Listen, man. I, I, okay. To answer the question, is he the most overrated rapper for the past decade? You could probably think of more overrated rappers out there, man. Probably. Think, yeah, probably so. Easily. I, mean, I, don't, I don't. I think... His place and his position in the game is warranted. Like he, the made, baby's more overrated than little baby to me. The baby, yeah, I think the baby's whack. Wow, I think he's trash. You might have a point though. And he was hot out before, obviously the stupidness. But like, he's gonna get back to where he was, and he's For gonna be period, hot He was hotter than little baby. Yeah, and I think the baby's trash. That's a good point, actually. People will say people will say that Mega's um, overrated. She whack too. Nah, Meg ain't whack. Is she good? Is she overrated? Uh, what song? I, I understand the popularity. I don't know if I'd say overrated. 
but that's the same with me and baby. I understand the popularity. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. But I, I don't look. I don't search for Meg's music. I mean, neither would I. Hey, that's that's fair. There's a lot of people that's above little baby. We're not gonna put. We're not gonna. That's. We're not gonna do that to little baby, man. We're not about to do that to him. He gave me too many hits for it. That no. Yeah, he actually like puts little baby in. is giving you too many hits. Yeah. Don't buy. See, see if don't I, buy. And if I talk, don't I'm, buy. I'm the bad guy. Yes, you are. You, you man set me up, man. One hundred percent. You man set me up. Well, shout out to the to, shout out to the. the Wait, the no, person. hold on, Yemi. No, 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 no. Oh, hold on. No, no. What hits is he giving you? Drip too hard. Drip too hard. Yes, indeed. The song with Cole, I forgot what it's called. How I, how I know with Dirk. No, this is to me though. Oh, okay. The song with Dirk and Three Headed Goats with Paul Logie. Yeah, yeah, See, this one, I'm missing something. Yemi, Yemi, you know what's jarring, yeah? See, Yemi, that's no point. It just means I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Like, no, I'm not trying to hit it. Drip Too Hard is 100% a hit. Drip Too Hard. I'm not arguing that. Drip Too Hard was definitely. This indeed is 100% a hit. Okay. How I Know was a hit. That was playing everywhere for a while. With How I Know, that was playing for everywhere for a while. The bigger picture, it's not necessarily a hit, but okay. When I say hit, it was it, it charted in the top five of the Billboard 100. Yo, you man, leave me alone. That can't be the only so, thing that necessarily. Leave me alone, man. No, but that's not. But this is what I'm saying for it. Just for just for a, a bit a bit more clarity. Yeah. So that if not, it goes top five, so it's yeah, not subjective. Yeah. Objectively, anything that is in the top ten of the Billboard 100 is a hit. So that's yes, indeed. Drip too hard. He's got the bigger picture. That's that's it, really. But obviously, I'll play three hundred goals though. Three hundred goals. Well, it depends on what you mean by hit, but um, yeah, I think we both agree that we do. We agree that we disagree yeah. with the view. He's not the most overrated rapper. He's not the over- most overrated rapper. And surprise, surprise. And surprise, surprise, Mr. Oldhead over here, the child of Dr. Sebi. <laughs> um, wait, did you think he was? What the most overrated? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Also, oh, you don't agree. I do think he's overrated, but not the most. He thinks the whole class is overrated. No, that's not true. Well, I just don't rate him. The mainstream class. Yeah, that's my point. You don't rate any of them. Yeah, I don't really rate them. But who's in the class though? The baby, baby, the baby, baby, Meg, Meg. Um, but well, mine's gone blank right now. Yeah, mine is gone. Mine's blank. gone actually blank. Too shysty. My mind's gone blank. I'll be honest with you. Um, yeah, there's a few, man. There's a few, but yeah. Yeah. I'd have to look at the rap caviar playlist and then I'll get back to you. Baby, yeah, no, don't get back to me. No, I'm, I'm getting back to you now. No, don't. Get, I'm getting back to you now. Are we going through the rap caviar playlist? I'm get, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Key Glock, Baby Keem. Uh, praise up. Gunner. Praise up for Key Glock as well, man. That was... What happened to Key Glock? No, that was Dolph's. Oh. Right yeah. hand, man. That Salute. was Dolph's right hand, man. Salute to Key Glock. Praise up for him, man. NLE, NLE Chopper. I hate Um, Who else is there? Polo G. Yeah, Polo G's hot. Um, young Boy, NBA. Roddy Rich. NBA Young Boy, Roddy Rich. Um, 24 Karat Golden. Yo, 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 yo. Leave me alone. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, we're done. We're done. Oh, yeah, little, by the way, little, NBA Youngboy might be the voice of the kids that are coming up. Potentially. He charts. I didn't know how much he charts. No, he does bits. He charts, bro. He does bits. He does bits. 100%. And I didn't know that. Yeah, he does, he does bits. He does absolutely. Like consistently charting. Yeah. But he's more of like, I wouldn't necessarily call him like mainstream or anything like that, but he just does. He has a very loyal fan base. That's what it is. And they that's stream his shit. Too. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's what, And the guy's in so, jail. Yeah, so salute, salute, man. Salute to that new generation. Salute to Peter as well, um, just because. <laughs> uh, so yeah, cool. Peter has become what the uncles were when he was listening to 50 and Jar. And they told him, turn off that nonsense. 
Did you have uncles that told you to turn off the nonsense? Absolutely not. Okay. Nah. Oh, when I used to play joy in my house, my uncle would be like, yo, turn it off. Nah, man. No, nah, my auntie was actually, you know. You man make it seem like I'm like. Stop telling. I'm like, um, stop punching me. When Rakim and Cool G rapping, the man were doing their thing. They weren't really rating Nas's generation and that. That's how you make me. That's what always happens, though. The that's older what you are, that's sir. What you are. And that's what you are. Pete, yeah, I mean, it goes full circle. The younger kids are going to grow Listeners, up. Listeners, like, yeah. you know this about Pete. We know this about Pete. Pete doesn't seem to know that about Pete. <laughs> it's mad. 61 episodes in, he still doesn't know that about himself. It's crazy. Salute to the old head. Though. But anyway, salute to the old heads and salute to the person who sent us over that lovely opinion. And if you want to get involved, feel free to DM us on Instagram, Twitter, or on at Rhymes Dimes Pod on both. So yeah, man, get your views in and we'll dissect them. No matter how outlandish that might be, whether they start a fight in the studio, listen, it's an ongoing topic, so we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, we're basically going to wrap up there now. So uh, thank you very much for listening, wherever you've been listening. Boys, any shout outs you want to make before we head out? Shout out Sweden. God is good all the time. <laughs> all the time, God is good. Amen. Amen, amen. I want to shout out Koji Radical um, because he has finally announced his uh, debut album, which is coming out in March of 2022, which I thought was a bit weird, which is why you're announcing in November 2021 that your thing is dropping in March 2022. But we moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's coming. And we shall see. It's been a long, arduous journey for him. I started listening to him in like 2015. Um, and yeah, man, we'll see what the new album's saying. So, you know, shout out to you and we'll see how that goes. Pete, any shout outs you want to make? Um, yeah, big up Inflow. <laughs> big up Cleo Soul. And um, big up Adele as well. Just for, being, just for being gang. Shout out from Tottenham. She, I mean, she's more from South Park. Big up Tottenham. Summer Walker as well. Just because? Yeah, Summer Walker's amazing. Have you heard her album? No. Oh my God. Shout out Sasha Banks. That shit is amazing. For why? Just because. Well, shout out to make it good. Since we're, yeah, fuck it. Just okay. right. Like, you might need to listen to Summer Walker's album. Oh, we don't. That shit is phenomenal. I'm good, bro. Go listen to you really Rich. need to. Go to I'm good, bro. Are you going to listen to Roddy Rich's album? Absolutely not. That's a good night, God bless people. No, but the difference between Roddy Rich and Summer Walker is that Summer Walker's music will help you align your heart chakras, whereas Roddy Rich how ain't going to help me align any chakras. How do you know that, sir? How do you know that? Because I know. I know the oh, Don't move your hand. <laughs> ain't that. it evil to live <laughs> backwards? <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> now that we've done all the shout-outs, uh, thank you very much. Actually, no, we're going to shout-out you guys, the listeners. So thank you. Shout-out to you for listening always. Um, and yeah, you will see us or you'll hear from us in a couple of weeks' time for the last episode of the year. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed, take care, and peace. Big up.